So welcome to Magic Monday, group number three. We are doing some June predictions. So I love doing prediction pick-a-card readings because of the fact that they're very, very popular, but also, too, because of the fact that it gives us time to segue into June, into the situation of what's going to be going on in June for the whole month, it also gives you some time to focus on some different details or things that you need to know for the month of June. So that's why I love doing prediction readings. In this particular prediction reading, we are focusing on the Gemini aspect of the month, which would be the curious, the expressive, the expansive, the creative, the duality, the communication, all of that kind of good stuff. So we're focusing a lot on that, a lot, a lot on that. So we're going to be doing the predictions for that. The other thing that I did want to talk about is in the month of June, we are going to be focusing, and I still have to send out the Spilling the Tea newsletter. We are spilling the spiritual tea newsletter, I should say. We are going to be focusing all on astrology and the zodiac. So we're going to be focusing on planets, transits, astrology, um, you know, the zodiac signs. What zodiac sign are you? We're going to be talking about natal charts, birth charts. We're going to be talking about all of that kind of good stuff. In the month of June, we're dedicating a lot of the time. So the podcasts are going to be a lot about that, the pick-a-card readings, all of that kind of good stuff. I'm in the process of figuring out what class I want to teach. It's probably going to be on the birth chart or the natal chart so that we can kind of talk a little bit about astrology. A lot of you have been begging me to do this because of the fact that you do want to learn more about astrology, and I am all for it. If you do want to learn more or know more or things like that, then yes, I would say that absolutely. You should definitely do that. So let's talk a little bit about this prediction. Pick a card reading. Let's talk about it. Basically, what we're going to be doing is is we're going to be focusing a lot on the astrological aspects of this for June for predictions. So we're going to be using mostly um, Oracle No Tarot in this card reading. We're going to be focusing on that mostly. So let's talk a little bit about these cards. We are using the astrology cards that I have, the karma cards. I am bringing those back because some of you have been asking me to use the karma cards and all of that. So I'm working on that. We have some of the different um, message cards and all that kind of good stuff. So let's see what we have here or what we're working with. Okay. So what I want you to do, group number three, after I got the cards in my hand, is think about the month of June. Think about the predictions. Think about what you want to focus on. What is coming to you in the month of June that you really just kind of want to look at, you want to focus on, you want to see what happens, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so let's start pulling and let's see what we got here just for a minute. Now, keeping in mind, we're not going to be doing anything with tarot. We're not going to be using anything with tarot. It's just going to be strictly the oracle cards here that we're using. Interesting. Okay, 
So let's talk about the first card that kind of came out here, which we do have. And we're going to talk a little bit about the aspects of what's kind of happening here before we get into the signs in the houses. So we're going to talk a little bit about the yang. Okay, so we have the yin and the yang symbols. So the yang is really, really about the divine. How do I say this? The divine masculine energies. It's also about um, forward motion, doing, expression, proactivity, all of that type of stuff. This is really about the signs of Aries, Gemini, Leo, Libra, Sagittarius, Aquarius. So if you have any one of those signs, we're talking a lot about those different types of things that kind of push the expression or the expansion or doing or any of those things. So it's a very proactive approach to things or very much a forward motion type of thing. So in June, you might not be being held back as much as you might be actually moving forward. We're going to talk a little bit about opposition. So what does opposition mean in astrology? That means that there is an opposition occurring between a a point of tension that is occurring. There is a power struggle or an imbalance, right? So there's something that is happening in your life or going to be happening in June that's going to present an imbalance, the power struggle, that tension that's going to be occurring. We don't have specific answers for that yet, but we will be getting specific answers for that as the reading goes on. Let's talk about the houses. We have the fifth house, which is about passion, play, children, confidence, creativity. The eighth house is about transformation, karma, facing fears, and legacies that you leave, right? So transformation, karma, facing fears, and legacies that you leave. So that that along with this passion, play, children, confidence, creativity, there is a lot of heavier aspects that you're looking at or looking into in the month of June, group number three. There is also a lot of lighter aspects that are happening in the month of June to group number three. So again, there's this, there's this, there's this balance that's occurring, right? And then there's also this forward type of thinking, this expansion that's occurring. So now we also come to the planet Saturn, which is feeling restricted, experiencing struggle, learning hard work and patience, right? So there's some type of tension that is occurring that is focusing you to work hard, to look at things, to go through the struggles, to learn patience, all of these different types of things that are occurring or happening are happening with that Saturn energy because of the situation. And I think also too with this opposition. So we will definitely explore that a little bit more. Now where the balance also comes into, I think, and really in June, you might want to focus a lot on balance comes from the Aries aspect of this, which has to be about bravery, passion, independence. And then there's also the cancer energy, which is nurturing, comfort, protection. There is a lot of the divine feminine in that and a lot of the divine masculine in that. So the balance between both needs to be realized in June, I think for a lot of you, group number three, because you could be out of balance. There could be more issues. Something could be occurring. All of this kind of stuff, there's no balance and that balance has yet to reveal itself. I also think that with these oppositions that you're facing, like with the eighth house, and it's interesting because I just noticed this, 
The eighth house has has a picture of a skeletal type of bird, right? Because we're talking about facing fears, legacies, transformation, death, karma, all that kind of stuff. And then the fifth house has a bird that is actually alive. So there's this life and death type of situation that's also occurring that I do feel that's very interesting because you are learning a lot about that struggle, about the life and death struggle, but also about the balance between both. So let's see what else we can pick up here as far as um, that that is concerned. Let's see here. All right, so let's talk about some of these karma cards and what's happening here, which is interesting. So I'm going to say this first and foremost. The one sign that I think that you need to focus on the most group number three, the most out of any of this is going to be that Aries, right? So Aries, we're going to talk a little bit about the fact of the Emperor card in the tarot. Aries is always first. Aries is foremost. There's a lot of inner strength, bravery, passion. Okay, Aries is um, moving forward, right? Not backing down. There is also to that association association with Mars, which is a lot of that warlike energy, that warrior type of tendency. I think that there is a part of you that displays a lot of that group number three, but then there is a part of you that is also displaying a lot of the cancer or cancerian tendencies that have to do with the nurturing, the protecting, the, you know, the divine intuitive, right? Or all of that kind of stuff where it's very much about the home life, the hearth, the family, all of that kind of stuff. So there's that balance that has to be happening between both, right? That divine feminine and that divine masculine. And I think that the balance is kind of out in you because of the fact of the situation with Saturn. So this is very much about karmic lessons. There's a lot of things going on in June that will force you to balance yourself out because you have to. You have to in June. There's just a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of things that are happening, right? So June is just that time. It's just that time period that you need to start balancing things out. You need to start making things happening happen in a way that balances you out completely, be it with your physical, your mental, your emotional, you know, financial stuff, anything that needs balance needs to happen. Let's talk a little bit about the Aries card that we drew for the karma card. So we're talking about your willpower, what you think you know about, what you think you know about. Do it your own way. Do it your own way. So a lot of these type of concepts are really more so about willpower, um, going for what you want, doing what you need to do, all of these type of things. And also, too, thinking about what you know in the situation from the past, thinking about what you can and can't do, all of these type of stuff. All of this type of stuff that you're dealing with, like what can you do about the situation to make it better? What can you do about your own movement within the situation, right? And again, doing it your own way, doing it the way that you need to do it, whatever way that is. So there's a lot of challenge with Aries. There's a lot of, like I said, the warlike ability, the warrior, the inner warrior, that challenge, desires, passion, um, resulting with honesty um, and strength. 
So there's a lot of these different types of themes of strength, of willpower, of overcoming, of passion, all of those type of things. So if you're dealing with something specific in June, that's going to be some of the things that you're going to have to overcome or look at in June, because maybe you're not asserting yourself enough, group number three. It could be possible that you're not asserting yourself as much as you should be. Let's talk a little bit about the planet Venus and what that represents. So Venus is very much that divine feminine energy. It's about cherishing, enjoying, loving art, the beauty of, the charm of, all of those different things. So we have a stark contrast. Like I said, with that Aries and Cancer energy, we have an opposition or a contrast between the divine feminine and the divine masculine. We have that contrast between the the warrior and also the inner beauty. So we have that different type of contrast. It doesn't mean that they both can't go together. It just means that there is that opposition that's occurring. There is that stark, stark, stark contrast that's happening there. Um, Venus is all about enjoyment, good times, pleasure, the attraction of. So again, making sure that you're balancing both of those out. So the hardworking aspects of yourself, group number three, the hardworking aspects versus the, you know, um, enjoyment parts of yourself too. So keeping things in balance is really, really important for you in June and kind of working with both planets, right? Working with both Mars and Venus, balancing out the yin and the yang, balancing your own inner self, because there might be too much of one thing and not enough of another. There could be just too much that's going on in general, right? That's making you unbalanced in some type of way. The Saturn part of this too is interesting because this has a lot to do with karmic lessons. So you balancing yourself out might be a lesson that you have to learn in order to move forward with stuff. We do also have the fourth house, which I think is a lot about home base, family support, what makes you feel secure, that cancer energy. Again, that cancer energy, what makes you feel secure, very much about the home, the family life, what's going on with your home or family life, is that causing this imbalance or the opposition to occur, right? Is your family just not where you need it to be? Are you not gaining the support that you need? Are you not feeling as secure as you normally would? All of these type of things have to come into question, especially when we're talking about the home or if we're talking about, like we said, with the with the fifth house, with children, if you have children and you're dealing with that type of situation, or if you're dealing with things that are not as positive within your home environment, how can you change your home environment to kind of match that, right? Or how can you change your home environment to make it feel a lot more better or safe or secure within it? Um the fourth house also, honestly, which I think is interesting about the eighth house, it, it causes us to look at our past. It Look at our past for the answers for our future. I think the eighth house, when we're talking about the whole situation with family legacies um, or legacies, uh, karma, that facing the fear, the transformation, that whole death situation. Again, it's about the past. So what in the past has fueled you to now, to the future, to the pre like what is going on in the present that could be from your past, all those type of things, right? And it's all about family. It's all about home. It's about what makes you feel safe and secure. So we're going to be focusing a lot about on family, about the past, about things that are going on within the family that could all be happening within June. Um, 
It can also mean about your separation with the family or you moving away from the family or something to that effect with that. Um, so that's another thing that could be happening with that fourth house energy in some type of way is kind of getting away from the family too or moving away from those type of constructs or whatever the situation is. So yeah. Um, the fifth house energy too, we're going to talk a little bit about this because I'm noticing this a lot. Um, we're going to talk about the, the first card that we pulled, which is Calendula, which is about purity. There's also this, this, this situation with the bird and the child. So there's a lot of things having to do with the purity and innocence of the past or different times within the past, or maybe things were easier in the past for you. But there's also things that you're looking at, maybe possibly from your past with your childhood or things that have happened to you in your past with your childhood group number three that are kind of coming around full circle because you're looking for something that's a little bit more pure and easier to understand or comprehend. Now, this is interesting because we talked about the whole situation with the eighth house of transfer transformation, right? And facing the fears. Now we're talking about a rebirth process. So not only was there the whole death process that's occurring within the eighth house, but now there is this rebirth that is occurring, right? So there might be this separation that has to happen from your past that brings you into the present and then thus into the future. So that could really, really be something that needs to be focused on more and more as time goes on, group number three in June, is that there has to be some type of rebirth process. I know that maybe some of you especially are clinging to the past a lot. You're clinging to the way that things have been done. You're, cling you're clinging towards something that could, that, um, how do I say this? You're clinging towards the past to try to create your present and your future, which might not be the best thing for you to do because you have to go about the rebirthing process. You have to kind of start over again. You can't always look to the past for those type of answers. You can learn from the past, but the past can never be again. Thus, the reason why it's called the past. That's why we have to do a lot of work within the present to make these moments last and to realize that the future is going to come regardless if we're ready for it or not. There's also the grace card, um, which is um, sh uh, Shishandra, which is very much a type of viney type of herb or plant, by the way. Um, it often has what we would consider like uh, the red berries on them, or it's a type of viney type of herb. But it's about the, the situation with grace of being temperance, right? Because there is the two cups here. There is the two swans here. Again, that imbalance has to come back into balance because there is a lot of things going on right now, group number three, that you are not balancing with. You're not balanced. You don't have that type of grace to let things go to understand that when you balance things out, things do become clearer. They become clearer than what they have been in the past, possibly for you or all of these other things. So again, that's very, very important to realize that to have the grace to kind of move on from things that are no longer serving you or working for you. Also coming back into balance, I think is going to be very, very important 
think there may have been a there may have been some things that's happened this past month that kind of made you go out of balance or lean too much into one way or the other um, because you were forced to do that. Now it's asking you to come out of that. So let's pull a message card and see what happens here from this. Um, or see what kind of messages we can kind of create from what what we're getting here with everything that's been said again with the whole balance situation. Yeah, breathe or breath. So slow down and contemplate the tea, violets, ivy, tangled around the eaves. So breathing, coming into the present, not really, really focusing so much on the past, but coming into the present. So definitely doing a lot of breathwork meditations, good group number three, if you're into that type of stuff. Um, doing a lot of different mindfulness exercises are probably helpful too, but coming back to the present instead of living in the past or being in the future all the time, coming to the present and realizing that that's probably more helpful than not, especially with all of this stuff that's going on or what you're trying to balance back out again, especially with that temperance and with what needs to happen for June, you might need to focus more so on your balancing than anything else. So yeah, so that's what I have for you, group number three. If you're looking for a more in-depth reading with me, you can do so by visiting my website, which is www.mysticteabyd.com. You can visit me on there and actually sign up for readings. I still have to release my newsletter for this month or upcoming month of June, which is my um, Spilling the Tea newsletter, which has not come out yet. Again, we're focusing mostly on astrology and the Zodiac for that because a lot of you have requested that. So be on the lookout. We're going to be doing a lot of different stuff this month when it comes to that. Um, I will also be local in the Rochester area. If you are looking for readings for this weekend, I will be at an event from 2 to 6, which is called um, the Hoppy and handmade event which is at Fairport Village Brewing Company it's on university if you're interested in going to that you can I'm offering readings and a sign-up sheet at that event I'm also going to be at the Lucky Flea on Sunday from pretty much the whole day doing readings so again come and see me there um that will be a good time essentially and yes so group number three I hope again that this reading did help and I hope to hear or see from all of you very soon.